I just thought success was a straight line. So I, I'm going to start something and then every day I'm going to get better at it and get closer and closer to my goal. And I mean, obviously, yeah, that's the goal. Like your goal is to get better at it every single day and to work towards it. Yeah. But reality doesn't quite work like that. It's not like. What's going on, guys? Welcome to your health class, a show about helping you lose fat, love life, and then we're changing our generation. I'm Trevor, health and nutrition coach. With me in the studio, Tickle. How's it going, guys? Why don't I realize that we, I stopped saying for a little bit? What? The co-host with the co-most. Pretty sure you said it last episode, or the episode before that. Oh. Yeah. Because I specifically remember that. Well, I have not said it in a couple episodes, at least this episode. (laughs) (laughs) How's your week going, Teak? Uh, Not bad, you know. Feeling better now that you got some good pre-workout? Oh, yeah. I was just about to say that. (laughs) It's amazing what pre-workout can do, though. Not just like what it does for you when you take it, but like what it can do mentally for you, too. Because you, you see the effects or you feel the effects of it, and then mentally it's like, oh, wow. It boosts it even further to that next level when you know it's a good pre-workout. So, well, And I'm, it tastes good. I like it. I think the big distinction here is, so me and Teague have experimented with quite a few pre-workouts at this point. I, pre, pre, pre-note from that, um, I never used to take uh, pre-workout. and I didn't believe in taking pre-workout because I figured you just train off of what you got naturally, and that works. But the second I used pre-workout, it just took my workouts to that next level. So I was like, I might as well keep going on this. Yeah. Anyway. But we just got done with by far the worst pre-workout either one of us had taken. Yeah. Well, done as in we're not using it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because most pre-workouts, I mean, there's tons of different reactions you can get from them. Like Mm -hmm. the goal is just to have good energy throughout the workout for me at least. And then not too much of a crash later. Like, obviously, your energy, your energy, your energy should come down a little bit because. Yeah, you're going to feel a dip no matter what, right? Yeah. But this last pre-workout, it was like you went up a little bit. It wasn't even like a crazy high spike like some pre-workouts will do. Mm -hmm. It's like a little bit of an energy boost. And then your energy for the next like two days just tanked. And it's like. What in the world just happened? Yeah, I was trying to figure out what was going on with me. Like, one day, I just didn't have any energy, mentally or physically. Like, there was nothing there for me. I tried to work out, tried to get things going. It was like, I couldn't get any any traction with anything. I was like, what is happening to me? I didn't know what was happening. And then I realized, I'm like, maybe it's a pre-workout. And I think you mentioned it, too. You're like, maybe it's a pre-workout. I'm like, okay. So I just stopped taking the pre-workout, and all of a sudden... I felt like a human being. I was like, <laughs> okay, it was definitely that pre-workout. Well, like, I'm not somebody that ever takes naps. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Me neither. I, I can't I, nap. I literally took that pre-workout two days in a row. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm, like, needing naps in the middle of the day. And it's just like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, I'm one of those people who literally, like, if I get tired and I lay in bed try and try and nap, I'll just lay there. But on one of the days where I was like drained from the pre-workout, I laid in bed and I just passed out, passed out, gone. 
It's like, what is going on? <sighs> but yeah, needless to say, say that stuff is garbage. It's called pre-caged. Oh God. You put them on. Oh, oh yeah. I'm putting them, them on blast. blast. Like, <laughs> Get this product off the market. I don't know what you're doing. Like, yeah. It might be the fact that the B12 is like 20,000%. Like, yeah, that's probably not good. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't even think that would cause... I don't know. I truly have looked at the, the ingredients a couple times over. Mm-hmm. I cannot figure out what it is that's creating such a drastic reaction. Yeah. Because... Well, it's definitely the pre-workout because... Yeah, that's the only you, thing yeah. that's changed in either of our diets. Yeah. And then the second we take it out and then not using it at better energy yeah. and switching over to any other pre-workout i'm fine <laughs> yeah. like, well the thing is too i only took like a quarter <laughs> scoop of it yeah i was only using half scoops too yeah. like, oh well that's the thing too when i do pre-workout i don't dose the full amount i'll mm-hmm. do like a quarter of the amount it recommends because i can get enough just from that yeah. not trying to get like super high off of it yeah i mean because i don't take any other intake any other caffeine from like coffee or anything like that so i have a very low tolerance in terms of like caffeine so pre-workout's the only thing i use and i take it in low dosages so i don't yeah completely destroy myself well i think that's a better way to use pre-workout too because you can get you're using it to get a better workout but you're not necessarily like a lot of these pre-workouts can be really hard on your nervous system yeah that too and it's just all chemicals and stuff you're putting in it's not good for you because like some well i mean i'm talking more about the fact that take uh some of the more extreme pre-workouts and where you're getting like 400 500 milligrams of caffeine alone plus other stimulants and it's just like that stimulates your nervous system so hard and then i'll notice if i take a pre-workout like that it's kind of like dulls everything else and yeah that was the thing with this other like pre-caged workout Uh is it didn't give you like any crazy results to begin with no it's like there's one one uh, pre-workout that it's very questionable called Dark Energy. Oh, gosh. It quite literally has over 700 milligrams of stimulants in it. Like, it is intense. Yeah, where'd you get that, Trevor? We don't talk about it. Oh. <laughs> Online. Yeah. Uh-huh. What, is, what, what does it say on the... It's a research product. It's okay, not yeah. for human consumption. It doesn't say that on the thing. Yes. Okay, yeah, just wondering. Just but, like, people. you expect to crash... I was... Uh, you expect to crash off that because... That is a lot of stimulants. Yeah. But I crashed less off that than this other pre-workout that's like overall really tame on ingredients. Like, yeah. it well, makes no sense. Yeah. The thing was too, when you take it, you don't get that normal like pre-workout kind of buzz going Mm-mm. where you just have tons of energy and you get almost like a clarity going where you can focus, hyper focus on something and just hit it, right? Yeah. Get after it and push yourself really, really hard and get a really good workout in it didn't give you that at all it's just like <laughs> yeah you, you get a little energy no nope, no big deal it's like the energy you would get from drinking like a soda or yeah yeah like yeah, that. yeah and you get a little something but it's not really anything worthwhile yeah and it didn't taste good and it made you crash for multiple days <laughs> multiple days from a quarter scoop for me <laughs> like they need to rethink something or take their product off the market like yeah Stop making pre-work. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, it's wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. That's enough of our rant for pre-workouts for the day. But something that we're both very passionate about, especially after this like pretty well, awful experience with it. Yeah. I mean, pre-workout is some a tool you should be able to use to like 
make your workouts better, mm-hmm. push yourself harder. And when you get something like that, that completely hinders you, it's like, what are you doing? So what we're talking about today. Yeah. Switching gears a little bit. So we're talking about the path to success. So this could be like success as far as like losing fat, building muscle, you know, stuff we're talking about on the show all the time. Or it could be financial success or becoming great at whatever skill it is you're trying to learn. It all kind of goes hand in hand. And so I remember when I first got into weightlifting, like I got really frustrated because what I would do is I'd get into it and I would start working and working. I'd see some progress. I'd see some results. So things are going up. Things are going smooth. And so you keep doing what you're doing. You keep moving along that path. And then you hit this point where things stop moving forward. Yep. It's like sticking point. Mm-hmm. You like hit that plateau. So I would just, I like this is after like I even got consistent with it or quote unquote consistent with it. <laughs> like I was going to the gym like three to four times a week. I was giving my workouts my all. I was like dieting. I was doing everything quote unquote right. And yet I still wasn't getting the results. But this kind of had to do with the how I thought success would go. Because like before I like understood how to get better at something or understood what was going on. I just thought success was a straight line. So I, I'm going to start something and then every day I'm going to get better at it and get closer and closer to my goal. And I mean, obviously, yeah, that's the goal. Like your goal is to get better at it every single day and to work towards it. Yeah. But reality doesn't quite work like that. It's not like, okay, today I'm going to go do my workout. I'm going to do my, um, I'm going to, hit my diet perfectly and I'm going to gain exactly X amount of muscle, lose Y amount of fat. And I'm going to be that much closer to my goal. And then every single day I'm going to gain X amount of muscle and Y amount of fat. It's just going to be some linear progression. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with what we talk about all the time, stepping out of your comfort zone. So you're on this track of doing the same thing, rinse and repeat kind of deal, right? Maybe you make a few tweaks here and there to keep progressing. But that eventually you're going to hit this point where nothing happens anymore. Mm-hmm. You can do all you want, but whatever you're doing, your lifts aren't going up. You're not losing any more weight. You're not getting any more muscle, gaining any more muscle, whatever it is. And then once you kind of step out of this norm of this comfort zone into other things and kind of experiment with things and figure out what keeps you progressing, it may not necessarily be what you were doing before. Maybe something completely opposite of what you were doing. You just got to figure out along the path what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like what it really comes down to is like, so success isn't linear. And so you're going to go up. So you're going to go up. You're going to go up. You're going to go up. And then you're going to hit this like little plateau. You might even go down a little bit. And then it's kind of like this spot right there where you're like on the, on a little bit of a downside and you have two choices. Like, you can either give up, and that's what I ended up doing time after time, especially when I was growing up. It's like I would get frustrated that I wasn't making any more progress mm-hmm. and get frustrated that like things weren't working out, and it's just like, I give up. This is out of my control. I can't do it. 
And I think that's really kind of ingrained in our culture from how we grew up and like not being told how like to get better at something. Yeah. Cause I mean, you look back to sports or look back to like school and all that. Like I was never really learned to uh, push myself through the hard times Mm -hmm. in order to like get that next reward. Because if you were to push through that little dip, that little drop in performance, Mm -hmm. you're going to start going up and reach like new heights. So, reach higher than you ever did before. And so it's understanding there's like ebbs and flows to success instead of just like one linear line there. Yeah. I think for me though, um, a lot of what taught me like to earn stuff for myself and to push myself past what I could, what I thought I could do was sports and football and stuff like that, where I thought I was at my, like my max, right? as much as I could possibly output with whatever I was doing. And then you have either your coach or your teammates getting behind you and like, like yelling at you to keep going. Like you got this, blah, 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 whatever. And then you find this something like deep within to push yourself a little bit further and you end up going past what you thought was possible. So at least for me that happened, but yeah, I understand what you're saying about how you dip and go up and down. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, hard times where you don't know if you're what you're doing is actually working or you don't know if what you're doing is worth it, I guess. Mm-hmm. If like, if you keep going, if it's going to end up being something that you want or being the result you were looking for. So, but yeah, at least for, uh, for me when I was younger, football was one of those things. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's really important too. Cause like you learn that lesson. Yeah. But, what were we saying was sports or whatever when you were younger or was it school both yeah i think yeah when you're younger especially they they kind of want to do that everybody gets a trophy mentality because i mean you're kids right yeah everybody likes to get a shiny trophy and have fun but in reality did you earn a trophy I mean, it's kind of, it might be a little harsh to say, but did you earn a trophy, right? Exactly. Like, you're not going to know how to get better if you just keep getting handed rewards. If you just keep getting handed things for not really doing anything. Well, that's the thing, though, is if you don't ever experience, like, failure, when you get to that top point where, or you get to that point where it's like, I either need to give up or push harder. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm experiencing failure. That's not supposed to happen. So yeah. you give up. Like, that's yeah. what I did. Yeah. I did that so many times growing up. Yeah, that's like, what our upbringing teaches us, right? Mm-hmm. If you fail, just give up. Yeah, give up. <laughs> like, giving up is awesome. Like, but failure isn't really a part of kind of, well, it can be a part of some children's upbringing. And that's just kind of a part of life sometimes. But a lot of childhood is sheltered, right? Yeah. Where you aren't experiencing failure, you aren't experiencing these things where you're not succeeding and you're unhappy right so why would you what what would your reaction be when you're older right it's like oh i don't know what this is it's bad so let's just move away from this right oh yeah but it's really in those times you fail or you fall on your face or like you're just not getting that result that you want Uh like it could be as simple as just changing something just a slight tweak or getting just a little bit better that can completely change all your results. Cause like when I was talking about earlier, yeah, when I first started in the gym, like 
I was doing all these things and I thought I was doing it perfectly. And so if I go off this mentality, like, oh, I'm doing everything perfectly. I should be just, my results should just be going up and going up. Mm-hmm. And there's no room to grow there. Yeah. Like I, there's nothing I can do, but give up. Like, yeah. Whereas if you change that mindset to like, oh, I need to like, I'm nothing. Something right now is not working. I'm yeah. not getting the results I want. I'm not moving in the right direction. So if I just look for a new way of doing something, like everything's going to change. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. You don't need to make it extremely complicated. It's not something that's going to happen overnight, but by trying something different, by pushing yourself outside your comfort zone and like going for that next level, that's where you're going to get those results. Because what I ended up doing was switching my workouts from doing, doing them three days a week to four days a week. I went from doing my diet, uh, a very high carb diet. I've moved it to a very low carb diet and did keto. And so I've constantly changed and tried different things. And over, over this amount of time, I figured out what works for my body, like where all these things kind of fit together because I didn't understand what keto would be good for, for me. Like what results did I even get if I never experienced it? Mm-hmm. And that's just one example. Like not saying that Keto's the end all be all or that I didn't like it or anything about it. It's yeah. just an example here. Yeah. Yeah, it's just about adapting and overcoming what's in what's in front of you or what's in your way. Mm-hmm. If uh you can't go in a straight linear path, swerve to the left or to the right, go up or go down, whatever it takes, and figure your way back up or back on your path. Well that's all we want to bring you guys today is just to think about it differently. Because if you go into your transformation thinking that it's just going to be one straight line to the end, and then you're going to get exactly what you wanted, like you might as well not even start. Like If that's what you're expecting to happen, it's not going to happen. It's not going to yeah. work like that. You're not going to be able to just do one thing forever and get the results you want. Yeah. You can't just tap your heels together and poof. <laughs> <laughs> But by constantly learning, by trying to push yourself outside your comfort zone, like we've talked about time and time again, oh yeah, and just expect failure to come. Mm-hmm. Like if you're waiting for failure, then it's not going to hurt nearly as much because you're like, oh, I knew that was coming. I knew I was going to have to hit this at some point. Yeah. And by hitting failure, you first off know what not to do in the future, and you know what direction are closer to the direction you need to be heading. So. Mm-hmm. You can use this experience to learn. Yeah. And so finding these things and using these things to push you forward instead of holding you back, that's going to make the difference. What do you think? Any final thoughts you got? I think we've kind of said it all. All right, guys. Remember, this is about losing fat, loving your life, and then changing our generation. That's going to take getting over this whole mindset that moving in a straight line is going to get you somewhere. That just counting calories forever is going to get you somewhere. That doing one workout and never pushing yourself farther is going to get you there. It's starting to push beyond those boundaries, and that's where we're going to get results. Getting creative, moving past these plateaus. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, have a great weekend. We'll be talking to you Monday for a long episode. And make sure to share this with somebody. That's how this movement continues to grow because every week this gets a little bit bigger and that's just from you guys hitting that share button or talking to somebody else about it spread the word 
spread the word. We change our generation. That's what this is about. All right, guys. Have a great weekend and stay classy, San Diego. You stay classy, San Diego. <laughs>